Hey guys, what's going on here? Michael Aaron Kotsuris coming back to you with another. Let's see if this thing is playing or not. Um, supposedly I'm live, so I think I am. But uh, I am back with another episode of The Experience on Anchor.fm with your host, Michael Aaron Kotsuris. I'm glad to have you guys with me. Um, it's been a pretty interesting week. Um, I am currently broadcasting live on YouTube. So if you are on YouTube and you see these things, well, that's what's going on. <laughs> but um, it's pretty good to be here. This weekend has been um, quite a weekend for me, honestly. Um, it's been different. It's been different. Um, well, as you guys may have known and, and so i'm simulcasting on youtube right now and then also this is going to be on our podcast so we'll see how that goes but um but but on the other end of things um i was able to secure some riggings for my podcasts etc so with any luck um everything should be up and flowing by tomorrow for the c report and then we'll see where things go from there um, but I really wanted to come in tonight to just bring you guys another C report because I haven't been as, um, I guess, uh, consistent on those. And the C reports, you know, they, they, they come out here and there. Um, they come out a little bit of everywhere. But um, the C report, of course, is the daily. But the experience podcast, the guys, I'm sorry, I just... Um, I know I'm doing poetry readings for you guys. Um, I got a lot of really good feedback from the last episode of The Experience when I did the Ross Williams tribute um, on the memorial of his death. So that was kind of cool. But um, but other than that, um, I still owe you guys a poetry reading of my own personal work. And so that will be coming very soon. However, um, tonight I want to talk to you guys about something else, because if you guys have been watching the C-Report and kind of been following the developments that are going along with that, and, uh, and, and when I say that, I mean, um, it's just its normal progression. Uh, we ran for over a month, and then um, we had to take a week recess for uh, com my computer broke down. Um, actually, it's still in the repair shop. I, I picked up a newer one. I, I'm souped up now, guys. I, I just really got to figure out how all of this flows and works well together, and then we're ready to go. Like I'm this this is uh, this is definitely an evolution for us here. So I'm very excited. And if you've uh, tuned into some of the C reports, and you can catch that through Q and A holes podcast networking. Um, then you'll you'll see that there have been some upgrades there as well too. So um, I don't know about everyone else. I, I really can't speak for everyone, but I am ready to lay down the gauntlet. I'm ready to like go through this because I I know that um, there are people out there who have been through a lot of things. There are people out there who have put a lot on the line and have risked a lot to get the truth out to the American public and also, also to fight, fight for your rights and my rights and those in this country as a reflection overall. And, and, and it's, it's more than a reflection. It's, it's more like it's, it's almost a trickle through, but I think it's more than that also. 
um, for the people of the world, because there are not many people in this world who on paper are free to do and move and think and be as they are. There aren't, regardless of what you people may think or know. Tell me another country that has the same kind of constitution as we do. Don't tell me about the United Kingdom. Don't tell me about Canada. Don't tell me about the uh, the Norwegian countries, Benelux, or anything like that. Don't tell me about Australia or New Zealand. Because when you look at these countries who have uh, forced COVID vaccines, uh, who are already rolling out vaccine passports that will limit your travel, limit your ability to be a normal functioning human being gun control they have massive gun control like they've taken their guns in australia they've taken their guns in the united kingdom they've taken all but some of the guns in canada not all of them like these are not free countries these are not free countries so don't you dare compare those european socialist uh jewels that sit in your crown to this country the diamonds, the golden, the uh, United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, is is like unmined gold. The United States of America is like unmined gold. And you think you have your refined, gold-plated crown of the, the Queen and New Zealand and Australia and all that BS is the BS. Those crown colonies plated fake those jewels are costume jewelry, guys. When you're talking about America, you're talking about the real deal. You're talking about unrefined gold. You're talking about in its most raw state, plus unmined diamonds, jewels, all of the... I mean, America, guys, not gays, America, guys, is is really where it's at. And so, in thinking about all the stuff that I go over with you guys on the Singapore, on the Singapore, I just... I have to, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna speak into the, the experience every now and then. And, you know, people don't understand because people are like, oh, well, you're about the news, so you should be just about the news. Or, oh, well, you're about uh, 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 opinions and views, so you should just be about views and opinions. Or, oh, well, you sit around and talk with a few guys and shoot the shit, so that's all you should do. Or, oh, well, you do poetry or whatever, so that's all you should do. Well, screw that bullshit, okay? I don't got nothing else to do with my time but be here with you guys on air at this moment, and I'm blessed for that because now I have the ability to share my views on the news and on headlines, but also with a little bit more in-depth analysis when it comes to the C report. Now, when it comes to the experience, I don't have to sit here and talk to you about the same things that I talk to you guys on the C report as I do here or on any other podcast I do. I can compartmentalize my part, my podcast and my broadcast just like I do all of my other artwork and all of my other projects. Just because I'm talking about one thing here doesn't mean it has to equate the same thing here. All I know is that my baseline and my foundation is the same and it's solid and that's where I move from and it's up. And it's all about lifting the human spirit, the human condition, the human soul, and the human society. That's what I'm here for. That's what I do. So I don't have to sit here and lecture you two hours after doing a C-report about the government taking over you. Because it's coming, guys, and this is on a totally separate channel. It's totally compartmentalized, but it's all part of the total sum if you're paying attention, okay? So I'm sorry, I just have to go into that because 
I'm quite often coming across this feeling that as I move forward with my CEO report, as I move forward with talking to you guys about politics, COVID, the border crisis, I'm getting more and more people who are like, well, you can't do more things than one. You need to either be entertainment or news. You need to either be entertainment or comedy or literature, or you can't be everything at once. Well, fuck you guys. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And if I want to talk to you guys about politics Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time, that's what I'm going to do. And if I want to come to you guys and read poetry to you on the weekends and be drunk and talk to you on my experience podcast whenever I want, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. So get that straight in your head, guys. I don't have to stick to any little box that you think I should belong to. Do you think that I should spit into one, or do you think that because I'm doing multiple shows that I have no loyalty to anyone, or because I'm doing multiple shows it's all about me? Well, sorry guys, maybe people aren't giving me what I need, and I need to express myself, and I and I need to express myself the way I need to, because first of all, I am a creative artist, I'm a creative force, and I'm also a very big force, a point of view. Regardless of what you think, I might be big in my own head. I might have zero viewers, but I'm like bigger than fucking, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not that kind of person. I don't care. Like I said, I have like one viewer right now. And it doesn't matter to me because what I'm thinking about is long term. This is all like archival type of information that you can access at some later point if you want to. And if it gets lost in some EMP blast, oh, well, I had a good time doing it. I hope that you guys did too along with me because let me tell you what um the experience is growing the c report is growing our audience is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and and, and it hasn't busted any themes by any means but for what i'm doing for me for this humble layman from central texas it's pretty, it's satisfying enough for me to keep moving forward. And even if it weren't, I would still keep talking because this is what I do. This is what I have done. This is what I've always done. And I've now been given the opportunity to do this 24-7 and I'm going to do it. So with that said, let me get into the gist of what I want to talk to you guys about today. Because... We did this on, I think, episode five of the experience with Michael Aaron Cosseris. It may have been three. All I know is we talked about COVID because, oh, what was the title of the episode? It was like COVID bullshit or something like that. Something like that. That's all I've got to say. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's, let, for memory's sake, let's figure out what the hell we're talking about here for a minute, right? Okay. Just for memory's sake, it was it was something like COVID bullshit, like um, because it is, guys, it is. This this is all just fucking bullshit, and uh, I'm tired of it, guys. I am tired of it. And let me tell you what, I've had yeah, COVID, COVID nineteen bullshit. Um, I, I just I don't know. Where do I begin? Um, because in this type of format, as far as this type of um, podcast goes, I can really go anywhere. I can really, literally go anywhere. Um, but you guys know how I feel about COVID. Obviously, if you listen to the experience or if you listen to the C report, you know exactly what I think about it. You know that I know it is a real 
flu-like disease. It's a real thing that is trackable and science can get it down and everything. It is it is real, 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 real. But the blow-up, the, um, the, the way they push this huge, huge pandemic where everyone's going to die and you have to cover your face with like five masks just so that the people who are ruling the world can see how stupid you are. Basically, they just want to see how stupid you are because you're going to put fucking five masks on when even one mask doesn't do the job. You know why you have to put five masks on? Because probably if there was an actual peer-reviewed science article, if there was actually scientific facts, if there was actually scientific facts, if they had reports, if they had peer review, if they had uh, um, scientific method studies even, and they don't even have that, okay? All of those studies would show that your goddamn face mask does not fucking work. So you need to fucking take it off because it does not work. I think the N95 is probably the only one that is even remotely close to offering you some sort of protection. And then even if you go into, uh, even if you read the labels on the boxes of the mask, it says it will protect you. Even just like it, just like every vaccine before COVID said that there are risks associated with taking the vaccine that it could kill you, even in the fine print of those vaccines that you guys don't even read. And if you did, I don't even know. But all I know is fine print, fine print, fine print, fine print, guys. And on the fine print on those boxes, they will tell you they don't work. Even in medical, medical papers for doctors and nurses, it tells them plain and clearly that these masks will not protect you from infection. Okay, so that's one, guys. That's one. That's one. And yet they want you to wear five masks because one won't protect you. One won't protect you. So they're going to make you wear five. And why is that? Why is that? They're going to make you wear five masks because one won't protect you because you're going to get this vaccine now. This vaccine. And this vaccine, guys, this is the worst thing. This is the worst thing. Like, I'm so scared for my family right now. Um, because of everything that I'm finding out and discovering and learning through pouring through the internet, listening to people I trust, um, um, uh, researching, reading documents, listening to news reports, finding out. And, and you know, all of this, if you follow the experience, you know that all of this is, is affirmed to myself in my gut. Something is wrong. Don't listen to it. If you get the gitchy feeling, there's if you get the gitchy feeling, there's probably something that is not accurate in the information that I'm receiving, right? Okay, so here's the big one because, I mean, I have people that I know who are being forced, forced, forced to get this vaccine. Um, and and, and this, is at, this is under duress of losing their job and not being able to provide for themselves or to live their life the way they want to. None of us can anyways. But this is ridiculous, guys, because you know why this is ridiculous? Because you know what? I was born in 1983, right? And I know every little motherfucker who's my age or older knows exactly how fucking vaccines work. You guys know exactly how fucking vaccines work. You know that once you get a vaccine, you are protected. Now, I have never... Okay, wait, wait, not never. I think, I think if memory serves, I received the flu, you know, the typical flu and influenza vaccine, maybe once, maybe once in my life. 
maybe once in my lifetime I have received that flu shot that everyone gets every year. Because every year, businesses, schools, pharmacies, hospitals, grocery stores push that vaccine, that influenza vaccine, right? Every year, the pharmaceutical companies get a revenue stream for this influenza vaccine. Hmm? Once, 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 maybe, once, maybe that I could maybe remember, and not even then, not even then, that maybe I can remember, but I think once, at least once I've gotten it. And now, and now they've just, now they've, now they, the they, they who are up there, you the politicians, the pharmaceutical people, the bankers, the businessmen, now they have uh, created a new revenue stream called the COVID vaccine because uh, they realize that the people of the world are too stupid to realize what this actually is. And, 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 and the COVID itself is a flu. Since the last time that I talked to you guys on the Experience podcast with Michael Aaron Caceres, this, 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 this pandemic has proven to be nothing of the sort. No, nothing of the sort whatsoever. Nothing. This is not even a pandemic. This is not even a pandemic. Let me tell you what. If this were a pandemic, don't you think that they would have had shelters for homeless people to die in because they have weak immune systems they're uh, surrounded by filth and dirt they don't wash their hands and 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 i don't mean to judge homeless people but i've been around several homeless people in their camps at their arcs and in my house and they wash their hands and so they get there and they're like wash your hands wash your hands before i mean like wash your hands before you have dinner you know what go take a bath use my tub before i make you dinner I know this, guys, okay? I know this firsthand. Why were there not stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of homeless people who were dead? Because during COVID, I know several homeless people out there with nothing in, in, in shanty towns and shacks and, and under under bridges and, and, and in sewage systems. Like, I know these people. I talk to these people. I broke bread with these people, okay, because I'm not above that. And I'm telling you guys, these people were the healthiest ones. They were healthier than people who were wearing masks and dying because they had asthma or some shit like that. Like, if this were a true pandemic and homeless people, I mean, and homeless people, okay, homeless people are really a visual aid or gauge for us people of healthy bodies and sound minds to realize that nothing's going on because if there had been a real pandemic that had swept through this nation the homeless population would literally have been wiped out because they have no resources they're exposed to the elements they have no resources they're exposed to the elements like the homeless population would have been wiped out like nancy pelosi's problem san francisco's problem Los Angeles's problem, Austin, Texas's problem would have been gone. I mean, this would have been a politician's like daydream, like beautiful, like they should have loved it. They should have loved COVID because it would have wiped out the homeless population that they put there in the first place through their corrupt legislation at state, local and city level. Like I'm talking across the board here, guys. I'm not just talking about 
Democrats and, 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 and Republicans. I'm talking across the board, okay? So the homeless population would have been wiped out if this pandemic were real, first of all. First of all, they would have been wiped out. There would have been, we would have seen stacks, stacks of cadavers of homeless people if this were real. And it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, and, and, and so that's just one thing, okay? Aside from that, we have our masks that don't work. We have a, a thriving homeless population. In fact, it's increased. The, the homeless population has increased because of the fact that people are having to shut down their jobs. People can't work. And we're already on a year on this, guys. We're already on a year on this. How do you feel about that, huh? Are, are, are you starting to feel so desperate to get back into the real world that you're going to willingly accept a passport, a vaccine passport? You're willingly going to accept an experimental non-vaccine. Like, this is not a vaccine, guys. It's not a vaccine. This is an experimental gene therapy session that you guys are going through. I'm not getting the shot. I will not get the shot as long as I don't have to. And it's scaring me. But I still have hope. I still have faith. I'm still saying positive. And the reason why I say it scares me is because... There are so many people in my life right now. <coughs> there are so many people in my life right now that we face, I face, I face the very real outcome that this may not go well. Like, of uh, in the last 15 years of, of being aware of, of vaccines from... <laughs> vaccines from the jump and, and and things like fluoride in the water uh by marisol um, um our our uh, planes that fly by and, and shoot chemtrails to our federal reserve bank that is actually a privately owned bank that uh uh depletes the value of our dollar through its fiat currency and and controls the state of the nation through economic booms and busts okay uh, and other things, too, from 9-11 uh, to whatever you want to say, okay? This whole time, never have I come across a point where I felt this endangered, like this endangered, because people are lining up for this vaccine. Like, there are millions of people in the United States of America that have already taken this vaccine, whether it's it's the first one or the second one, whether they're fully vaccinated or not, and 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 the people who are fully vaccinated, there are any cases of them contracting COVID again. They have taken both vaccines. They have locked into their DNA that experimental mRNA potion that has been put into their body by a needle. They've already taken it, and yet they're still getting. COVID. Do you guys even do you guys even know or understand exactly what is going on with this RMMA and this DNA stuff? Like this potion that they're putting into your body? Do y'all guys really get what that is about? Like, do y'all really get what that is about? <sighs> Fuck. Um so the the easiest way I can explain it to you guys, because there are so many ramifications, and I'll I'll talk about it in a minute. But 
the easiest way I can explain it is whenever you have gotten a vaccine in the past, whether it was your booster shot, tuberculosis, the, the annual influenza, you are being shot with a serum that has a live virus in it. Now, why does it need that? The serum and the vaccine has to have that so that your body can recognize whatever signatures are in that, that, that virus. The body can recognize it to create the antibodies to defeat it, okay? So you're being injected with an external virus, right? These vaccines that you guys are getting, these mRNA vaccines, which stands for messenger RNA, um, it, it's... It's delivered into your body, okay? So these vaccines don't have live viruses in them. Instead, what they do is they have proteins inside the serums that these scientists have coded themselves that allow your body to receive the vaccine and make your body tell your body to create this disease from your own blood cells and DNA and molecules in order for your body to recognize that virus, you're, it's telling your body to make it, to recognize it, to beat it. That makes no sense, guys. That's not how the human body works. Why would we make the virus from our own bodies? That turns us into what? COVID factories, guys. And if it's not COVID factories, if it, and if it's not COVID factories, it could be something else. Now, there was, and because we don't know, all we know is that whatever receptors that these serums are putting the codes into our DNA to make the virus, to kill the virus, which is almost antithetical. <laughs> it, it's almost like, it's almost like it, it, it makes no sense. Like, why would you make it to destroy it? Uh, are you making our bodies like Trojan horses? Oh, are you making our bodies little false flags? Like our bodies are going to say, we want you to be in lockdown. Like also, I'm going to create COVID and I'm going to beat COVID. So this way you can be in lockdown and you can use a passport. It makes no sense. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. What, what the hell is going to happen after our body makes the antibodies to defeat this COVID virus, but the, the main protein that our body used to create the virus is still attached to our DNA. What are we going to do? When next year the flu, the COVID comes around and this little thing, this little marker of COVID is still attached to our blood and the new strain comes along, do you think that maybe because that protein that still exists in our DNA might attach to the new one and it might make it stronger? Do you think it's, do you think it's at all possible that people who receive this vaccine might fall ill, if not terminally when next season comes and COVID round two approaches. Because let me tell you what, if that is the case and there are millions and millions and millions of people who are already vaccinated, we're looking at a super factory or a super strain of COVID. And guess what? It could be mutated to the point that we, the healthy people with sound mind, with sound mind and healthy body, may not be able to feed it. It might mutate beyond that. And then there are reports that uh, that when this second strain hits, and you vaccinated people who already have the protein markers in your body and are ready to receive it, your body could go into an overload. You could start brain hemorrhaging. You could start dying. 
And we have idiots like Joe Scarborough who expects Americans to believe that you need this vaccine to stay safe and that you have to wear masks and social distance and still have, it's ridiculous. And then we even had like, and I saw this on one, uh, one of the news programs that I watch where we even had this, where we even had this one woman who was saying something to the effect that this is the only chance that we have. We have to move on this so quick because the more people go out to these open states like Texas, Texas, my Texas, it's an open state. We don't have to wear masks here anymore. It's no longer required. But they're saying, look, if you don't move on this quick and get these vaccine passports in you quick and get everyone vaccinated quick, we're going to lose out on our ability to control the herd by controlling the narrative, which is fear. It's all fear. It's all fear-based, guys. It's all fear. You are scared, aren't you? You're scared. You're scared that you're going to get your covid coronavirus and die but guess what it's much 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 further in the opposite as far as that goes and you're more likely to i think you're more likely to die from this vaccine than you are from covid you know and and there's been so much controversy and there's been so much scandal uh, around this like when you think for, about the six governors and there may be more now but six governors who basically ordered COVID positive patients into nursing homes and killed a lot of their elderly population. And people have to wonder what that was all about too. I mean, we I mean, kind of do. Like, why would you do that? Why would you tell people it's okay to send in sick people into a nursing home? Well, people are already old and compromised, you know? But um, that's, that's just some of the things. So like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just warning you people, please, 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 like, definitely, I mean, there are other jobs out there, okay, uh, maybe there are not other jobs that pay you as much as you're making now, but if it took you that long to make this much, if it took you that long to make this much in your life, was it even worth it to begin with, you know, like, um, there are other ways, I, I don't know how to say it, and I can't, I can't, not force people to see it that way, but I mean, we're, it's, the world is designed that way. And that's why I don't get upset at people who can't find the strength to make those moves. Um, I can tell you what, it took me a long time to find the strength to not wear an ass. But once I, once I started understanding and realizing the very, possible and dangerous variations, X factors, outcomes of what we're experiencing right of what we're experiencing right now, I was done. I was done. And I was so scared. I was so I had so much anxiety because of that. I had so much anxiety from not wearing my mask and I shouldn't I shouldn't I should not feel anxiety for doing what I believe. And I should not feel anxiety for sticking to my guns on something that I know is true in my heart. And um, since since that time, I have been out and about. I have been out and about, and I have been maskless, and it has been great. It's the reception has been beautiful. I uh, I feel like people of the people of Texas, even though Texas is a free state, the people of Texas are still being held by that muzzle mask that they have to wear because of this COVID. But let me tell you what, I've had some beautiful experiences so far. And 
the last time I went out in public, I only had one experience that was even, it was very mild. It was a very mild Karen run-in where this uh, control freak SJW lesbian woman or whatever she identifies as was like, I'm going to have to help you because um, my, my, my associate, I don't feel comfortable assisting you. And I was like, okay, that's great. I don't feel comfortable being assisted by your associate. Oh, okay. That's okay. Well, just make sure you stand behind this glass plate. Oh, okay. And I think no, that would have been rude. Um, the best way to handle that, Karen, was just to be straightforward and kind. Straightforward and kind. Because throughout the entire course of that uh, interaction, she was fighting not allowing her emotions to come out and be unprofessional i feel it like okay thank you don't bite that lip right like thank you bite the cheek like she don't really mean it but she's going to say thank you because she has to and then and then and then just in in, in kind thanking them for helping me and and stuff like that and and i had a, what, a six hour day on the streets the other day at several locations and that was the only run-in that I had that was semi-negative. And I know it's not the same for you guys in other states. I know it's not the same. I know it's harder. I know it's much harder. I'm lucky. I'm lucky because in Texas, we don't have to wear the masks. You know, we don't have to abide by these um, oppressive rules that people are trying to enforce on you that aren't even laws or regulations. Like, people are doing it because they're... They're afraid and, and because they, they've been lied to and that's all they can think of. But um, really, like, it's it's not any of that. So, I don't know, guys, like, all I know is it's time for us to take off our masks. We have healthy bodies. We have sound minds. We have healthy bodies. We have sound minds. We know how vaccines work. I mean, even if we don't trust vaccines, they have ingrained in us for at least a hundred years why vaccines work we know how vaccines work we know once you get a vaccine you're protected and and, and i'm like i'm like over casting so many things because we shouldn't even be taking these vaccines because they're experimental gene therapy these vaccines are experimental gene therapy that causes your body to grow this this virus in your body and then kill it it makes no sense it makes no sense. Why would you want to turn your body into a virus factory just to kill it? It's an oxymoron almost. It, it, it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. This vaccine you're taking, the test group, the ones that they paid $1,100 to try this vaccine from the jump, the test group, those people have already been given current vaccine which means that test group is null and void. So if those guys start growing extra arms and legs, or if they start dropping dead in fears, or if their kids are mutants, or something like that, there's no way of tracking or studying or identifying that because they have already polluted that test group. Why would they do that? Why would they do that if they were not concerned about certain reactions happening to people because of these vaccines, which are not vaccines, they're gene therapy. And here's the other thing, people, 
your insurance doesn't cover it. Now, I was on the air on the Sea Report the other day, and some troll came along and was like, insurance covers most of that things. I know everything. And and these are, these are people who, they look at you, they assess what you believe, and they automatically have this, they automatically feel that they're better than you. They automatically think they know more than you. They automatically think that uh, you must not have some sort. They're, these, these people are fucking assholes, okay? They're fucking assholes, all right? And and, and I know I, I've said be kind. I know I've said follow the golden rule. Well, I'm not treating anyone a certain way. I'm just really expressing the way I feel about these assholes because they're assholes. Like... They don't do any kind of research. They don't. They don't have the integrity to study this for themselves. They. They all they can say is go to an eight-year university and learn biology. If you want to talk about this, you don't have credentials. Fuck you. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener-supported. If you enjoy this podcast please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash the X podcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to 9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, Visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you. You okay? Because I can, you can go anywhere and learn this shit. You don't need to go to fucking college to do it. You know what? That person went to a fucking college, and that's why they said that, and that's why I say the academics, the academics, and the MSNBC watchers will be the last ones to wake up, even after the dust is settled, even after the shit has been cleaned off the fan and off their face, they will still be the last ones to wake up. They won't wake up until there is a peer-reviewed paper 20 years down the line that says that we were right and they were wrong. That's when they'll wake up. That is when they will wake up. They ain't going to wake up before then. There's no point wasting your time on these fucking bleeding hearts who are only in it because their fucking husbands and boyfriends come from some illegal place. Like, they don't care about you. They don't care about anyone else but themselves. They they act like they care about immigrants. They don't care about fucking immigrants. The only thing they know is they're getting dick from the man from south of the border, and that guy is illegal. And that's the only reason fucking why they care. They don't care about him. They don't care about any of that bullshit. If, if, if their dick wasn't coming from south of the border illegally, they would not give a shit. They would not give a shit, okay? They would not fucking care. They're fucking hypocrites. They're fucking liars. They're fucking acting like they're so righteous and, like, they they know everything and, like, they are, they have this indignation above everybody. I am sick of that shit. Unfriend me, please. I cannot stand you. Anyways, you make me sick. You represent everything that is wrong with this country and why we are going to perish if I give up. I'm not sick today. I'm not not stopping. I know that there are very real threats of death, okay? 
<laughs> and I'm going to get kind of real here on, on this program at this moment. I want to be real enough. Let me just say to you now, take off your damn masks. Don't put it back on. Lose your mask. Get some backbone. Stand up for yourself. Consult the public in kind. Don't be rude. Stand up for yourself. Be professional. Be be polite. Be be kind. Be be I don't know dignified. Stand your ground with dignity and tell them no. You don't have to get. You don't have to be like me right now. Right now, look. I've had about glass uh, a bottle of wine so far. So that's why I'm being a little bit more flippant than usual. But what I'm saying is, you don't have to be like me right now. You don't even have to address these people in the same energy I have right now. Like I don't, I don't feel like I have negative energy. I just feel like I have very like erratic energy right now. And and what I'm saying is, you don't even have to be whoa, 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 as excited as I am right now. Like you don't. You just have to stand your ground, have some dignity, and address these people accordingly. That's all you have to do. Like as I've even learned in my excursions in the past week and a half, going into public with my mask at home, like that's fate. Okay, like you're, well, I mean, you're thinking, oh, it doesn't take that much fate to leave and drive to. I don't have a car. I don't drive. I walk. I walk everywhere I go. I I leave my house with the faith that things will be okay now. <laughs> Turn me around, but I'm not going to project that. I am not going to project that when I get to the store, I'm going to have opposition. I'm not going to project that when I get to the store, I'm going to get to a fight with the manager. I'm not going to project that when I get to the store, someone's going to wallop me because I don't have my mask on. I'm not going to project that as, as true and as honest as it can be because it could happen. I've seen the videos, I know it can happen, but I'm not going to project that. Okay, I'm not going to project it. I'm not. I have to have faith in my fellow humans. I have to have faith in my brothers and sisters. I have to have faith. I have to have faith that they will let me be. And, and, and in my experiences thus far, it's been rewarded. It's been rewarded. Let me tell you what. Um, so, masks off. That's the least you can do. Because you guys are going to get this vaccine. Millions of people are already vaccinated. What if in, in October or September we see a Captain Trips? What if whatever they put in this R what if what if whatever they put in this RM mRNA right now makes you guys like like get that big old like swollen uh, swollen throat and, 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 and lymph nodes and, and it's turning blue and purple and it's not everywhere and you can't breathe and it's Captain Trips and it's uh, Stephen King the stand. I don't know, guys, because that's what they're saying right now. What I'm hearing right now is that in the fall or whenever COVID happens, we're going to see a mass. We're going to see a mass die-off. I don't know. This is the realest it's ever been for me, guys. Like even after 9/11, even after this presidential coup that happened, where they stole the election from Donald Trump and put in place an illegitimate geezer that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he's not even the fucking person running the place. Like, he's not. He's not running this country. It's all of his agents. It's all of his handlers. It's all of his people. They're running him up. They're running him up. And then you people who voted for him, don't. why aren't you asking things like, 
why is the president and vice president riding together in Air Force One when if that Air Force One gets blown up, we lose two heads of the government? You guys haven't even thought about that, have you? Like, that's not weird to you? Like, you're not supposed to have the VP and the P riding together. And they're not supposed to be together at any time. Any time. Next thing you know, Nancy Pelosi is going to be in the same jet with them. Fine, fine, fine. Blow them up. I don't care. I don't care. I love my fellow human beings, but for the sins these people have committed, at least from my point of view, I'll leave it to God, the universe, and karma. You know why? Because I, I, I am not an instrument of karma. I merely bear witness to its effects and consequences. That's all I got to say about that. And that's why we are where we are. But this is scary, guys. This, this vaccine is experimental. It's experimental. There have been no trial runs on this. It was released under emergency situations. Your insurance won't cover it because it's experimental. Your insurance won't cover it if it's an act of war. And your insurance won't cover it if it's gene therapy. And it falls under all three of those categories. It's it's totally something else, guys. It's scary. It um I don't know. I just I don't like the vibes they get from it. All I can say is you guys need to take off your masks and stand up with some dignity and pride and tell them no. Because this is over. We cannot be beholden to this oppression anymore. This oppression anymore. And what's coming if they roll out these vaccines, these vaccine passports, what's coming with that? Control of travel, control of your life. Who knows? I mean, maybe they'll say you can't buy or purchase. I mean, China already has a, a social score for people. Go watch The Black Mirror. It's like maybe season two or season one where they have a social scoring system. And uh, you will get blocked by everybody. They don't approve of the things that you do. It's already here, guys. I I know people who are already being threatened with their job for not getting this vaccine. It is already here. So I'm just coming to you guys with this episode of the experience to inform you more on a person-to-person basis, uh, not hiding behind the headlines about what I think about this. I will not get the vaccine. I don't care. I mean, I'm in the state of Texas, so I have some protection, and and I don't think that they're going to allow. I don't think they're going to allow this vaccine passport to exist in my state. I really don't. I really don't. I think there's some protection there, but I can't go anywhere else because you people will not let me. Not because if I cross the state borderline on Arkansas, Oklahoma, and New Mexico, that the police will stop me for not being vaccinated. Not because if I go into Mexico country, I'll be stopped for not being vaccinated, but because you people will not let me. The people, the citizens, will not let me because they are the ones that the government is using to enforce 
this passport and enforce vaccination. You people, you people are going to try and force me, not the government, you are going to try and force me to take that vaccine and I will not do it. That's all I got to say about right now, guys. That's all I've got to say about now. But um, I hope that this episode of the experience was somewhat entertaining and somewhat educational. I know it was more of a rant, but I, I just, I had to get it out there, guys. And this is COVID too. We already dealt with the masks. We already dealt with the fakery. We already dealt with the sham pandemic. It's not a real pandemic. No one died. You have over a 90% chance of recovering if you catch this flu. Over 90% chance of surviving and recovery if you catch it. And that's without even having therapeutics or medicines or vaccines. You already have cures for it. You don't even need a vaccine. Anyways, guys, all right, well, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for tuning in with me and maybe tuning out once you heard the topic, but not. I know you guys like it. I know you guys love it. You guys need to hear it. Look it up. This is mRNA experimental gene therapy that they're performing on us for people who don't even need it, people who are healthy. It's time to stand up, America. It's time to take off your masks, and it's time to tell them no. You will not get this vaccine, and you will not be forced into you will not be forced into this oppressive society that seeks to regulate your every move and your every action, and quite possibly eventually your every thought. This is Michael Aaron Costa signing out for the experience. Stay tuned; there's more to come, and join us again next time. I'll be waiting for you. So then you'll have a great night. Bye. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing. And his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval. But will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores. Ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares.